0: Hello, Kryptonauts, and welcome back to another episode of Cryptocurrency Chat. I am your host, Blockchain John, with my co-host, Jake Jabberelli and Kryptonaut Mike, here to give you the top 10 daily stats and crypto news of the day. Don't forget to uh, join us in Discord and YouTube. With that said, enjoy the podcast. hello kryptonauts and welcome back to another episode of cryptocurrency chat i am your host blockchain john with my co-host jake jabrelli and kryptonaut mike there has been so much news in the past few days but before we get started let me have jake give us the top 10 daily stats all right jake go ahead
1: Alrighty, so everything is up the market is all up bitcoin is still in the number one position at forty eight thousand thirty three dollars and ninety six cents with a seven day gain of twelve percent double digits and a market cap of nine hundred and four point six billion dollars ethereum of course as always in position two at thirty four oh two thirty eight and also double digits gains in the last seven days as you can probably see if you're watching this on youtube 15.5 percent a market cap of $400.1 billion. Cardano in third place, $2.25. A slight loss, about 2.8% in the last seven days, and a market cap of $71.9 billion. Tether, stablecoin, doesn't, price doesn't change, although you may notice that it seems to be less than a dollar at the moment. That's because trading is heavy right now. 0.03 loss and a market cap of $68.1 billion. But right behind it is Binance Coin, unsurprisingly. At uh, fourth place, the price of 429.13. Wow! Gargantuan 22.1% seven-day gain, and a like I said, right behind it, market cap in, at uh, tether is 68.1, but Binance is 66.1, so only two billion-dollar gap, which might sound like a lot to us normal people, but talking about coins, it's a lot more. And Solana having overtaken XRP for the sixth. Position with a 24.1% uh, gain over the last seven days, at a price of 169.80, and a market cap of 50.8 billion dollars, which is not that much higher than XRP, but it did overtake it, and this is not surprising. You'll see in the news if you haven't been listening already. Solana is leaps and bounds. In seventh place, XRP now beaten out by Solana at a dollar five, a dollar 1.05. $1.05 uh 70 gain of 11.9 so it's going up two but so long more that's why it's ahead and a market cap of 49.2 billion polka dots in position eight 31.87 and a gain of 6.1 percent and the market cap of 33 billion dollars and then we got usd coin fighting with doge uh, although usd coin is still doing well it is obviously a stable coin so it just, the price doesn't change much but it is slightly less than a dollar because of heavy trading 0.08%. That is a pretty big for a stablecoin, and a market cap of 32 billion dollars even. Now that's really close. You can see dot was 33 even, USD coin is 32 even, and then Doge falling yet again. Although its price is up uh, about 5%. Currently 22 cents and a market cap of $28.8 so it's not that far behind. But the, I want to mention, I know this is not part of the top 12, pardon me, top 10, but the top 12 here, including Terra and Avalanche, who are still fighting to gain dominance, Terra is currently uh, $42.53, 11.7% gain, and a $16.9 billion. It's definitely going up. But the reason I'm mentioning this is because Terra and Avalanche are tied to Solana, so they're going to be going up just like Solana is. And Avalanche is currently right there, just 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 Barely less than uh, Terra at 68.36. It has a slight loss, but that's just temporary. Anyways, I'm not trying to make this about the top 12, but those two are important because we will see much more of them in the near future. Yeah, You think so, they're going to be in the, the top total, 10? Sorry. I, I think they will. I think they're going to kick Dogecoin out, if not USD coin, in, in, in wow. not, not the near future, but soon enough. Anyway, so we've got uh, 2.21 trillion dollars as a current market cap for all coins included, and we're almost—we're getting close to 10,000 coins. It's quite a few since so we started doing this. I think we were like 50 maybe 4,400 coins when when uh, cryptocurrency chat started. Now we're almost double that. Yeah. But remember to get your candies from CoinGecko every single day. You can set an alarm. Within Quang if you have the app, it will remind you yeah. to get your candies. That's a new so you feature sure that you get they to just 100.
0: did. That's a new feature. It makes it so much more convenient. I love it.
1: Yeah. So it will remind you to pick them up. Uh, if you're on the West Coast like we are, it will probably remind you around uh, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. You can modify so that's what that. The turnover
2: is. Yeah, you can modify but, it.
1: Right, you can, but that's the turnover time. Yeah. So if you pick it up about that time, because it's based off of uh, UTC, mm-hmm. uh, Universal Time. Uh, in, in the when the West Coast, we're yeah, about seven hours or eight hours uh, negative from UTC, so it'll yeah. just remind you basically at midnight UTC um, to collect your candies before it flips to the next day. So right. get your candies and make sure you get some rewards, maybe an NFT or a subscription. And any case, let me get to this other bit over here. Find it. Where did I put it? <laughs> Too many tabs open. Uh, remember. If you appreciate our content, please like and subscribe if you're on YouTube. Check us out on Discord and Reddit if you want to support our platform, and we appreciate it if you will. Please donate in either Bitcoin, Ethereum, Binance, or Basic Attention Token, otherwise known as BAT. All the links are in the description below. On to the news.
0: All right. Well, let's get over to the news here. First news written by Jason Nelson. Context app makes NFT trading feel like Instagram. Hmm. This is written by G- yeah, Jason Nelson. Have you ever wondered which NFTs, Twitter influencers, TikTok traders, and DAO members are actually trading? A new web 3.0 app called Context has made tracking that data a lot easier. Launched in beta on Friday, Context feels like Instagram or Pinterest for non-fungible tokens. It lets you search for NFT collections, artists, and DAOs like friends with benefits. Hmm. Our vision is to create a community-powered contextual layer for Web3, wrote Context co-founder Adam Ludwin. Unlike other NFT wallets uh, trawlers like Nansen, Context is free. Once you've connected a MetaMask wallet and selected a username, you can search the platform's database, follow your favorite artist, and share and bid collections. Context streams of NFTs is also very pretty, especially once you've found a collector with good taste. The app indexes Ethereum NFTs and includes market data like reverse prices and bids from marketplaces such as OpenSea, Rarible, and Larva Labs. Crypto Labs, Punk uh, CryptoPunks. Uh, Context was created by former Stripe software engineer Luke Miles and Chain and Pogo Financial co-founder Adam Ludwin. Ludwin was the president of a short video app called Byte, which Discord acquired earlier this year. Oh, that was it. Ah, huh, that was a short one. Okay, all right then, cool. All right, with that said, let's go on to the next one, Mike.
2: Yep, so this article is by Robert Stevens and it's about a comp that is now out $160 million due to a bug. A week ago, the compound founder, Robert Lesher, called a bug in his lending protocol, smart contract, a moral dilemma. Perhaps for some, but for others today, the smart contract became a vending machine full of free cash. And I'm pretty sure the problem is still ongoing. Today, someone exploited the bug in Compound's controller contract, which is part of the protocol that distributes yield farming rewards to users. Uh, that That's pretty much the gist of it. Yep. And I'm pr- pretty sure one of the core devs for Compound... Kind of threatened the people who got, um, who got this payout, or exploited this bug, and said so he's going to report him to the IRS if he, they don't return the money or ninety percent uh-huh. of the money. Which is just crazy. Yeah. Well, have you guys ever heard
1: of anything like that?
0: No. Mm, no. Nope.
1: Nope. Exploiting a bug? Yeah, I've heard of plenty of it. Well, and, uh, right, I think yeah. it's, it's appropriate that that the uh, developer do that. That, you know, it's like, hey, this is—it's a bug. Obviously, it's not something that's supposed to happen. And if you're doing things in like a video game and you find a bug, they'll ban you for exploiting a bug. So the best thing you could do is make the developers aware of the bug, and hopefully they pay you. I know Google does if you find a bug on in their software um, for finding it. It won't be as much as you could steal. But it would probably be a significant amount because they would recognize that if you had stolen, how much you could have stolen, and uh, they're like, "Hey, thanks for not taking all our money." <laughs> all right. They, the smarter thing would have been to report it, not to mm-hmm. sort of steal it. Yeah, Anyways. I don't. I don't think people even knew
2: it was a kind of bug where when someone exploited it, everyone benefited. You know, not just uh, the malicious actors. But like, everyone got an extra airdrop. Right.
0: I didn't get anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, Jake, go ahead with the next one.
1: So, again, from Robert Stevens, Binance lets customers move stock tokens before service shuts down. Oh, no. Crypto Exchange Binance is allowing European customers to migrate their tokenized stocks to another company. Binance suddenly shut down its tokenized stock service in July after several regulators said the tokens likely constituted a legal securities offering. Customers in the European Economic Area and Switzerland can now migrate tokenized stock from Binance to CM Equity AG, the German investment firm that Binance had partnered with to list the tokenized stocks. Customers from other nations, such as the United Kingdom, cannot migrate tokens to CM Equity AG. They can sell them on Binance up until October 14th. If customers, if customers do not sell the tokens or move them to AG's uh, platform, Binance will sell the tokens on October 15th. Tokenized stocks are cryptocurrency derivatives that track the value of securities. In Binance's case, CM Equity operator uh, operated as the broker and sold tokenized fractionalized of stocks it owned to Binance customers. Unlike regular stocks, Binance tokenized stocks did not pay dividends to customers who had no shareholder voting rights. Binance launched tokenized stock on April 12th, two days before crypto exchange Coinbase Coinbase, was listed on the Nasdaq. Binance listed Coinbase stock on the day of the listing and also sold tokenized equity in companies such as tesla apple and microsoft in mid-july binance ceased tokenized stock trading without warning customers couldn't buy new stocks and binance said it would wouldn't support the tokens after all at all after october 14th pardon me cm equity still operates similar services like ftx bittrex Binance said it halted the offering to focus on other product offerings but a few hours earlier hong kong securities future commission uh, warned customers that binance is not licensed or registered to offer tokenized stocks which it's said are likely to be securities under hong kong law the day before Italy's finance regulator re- referred stock token uh, yeah referenced stock tokens in a notice that said binance can't operate in the same in the country in april germany's Financial regulator had said that they had reasonable grounds to believe that the stock token violated securities laws, and the UK's fi- uh, regulator, financial regulator, is investing matter. I can and
0: see. I can see, it. I can see that. I can being see that too. True.
1: Yeah, but yeah, it's, it, it, as things progress, obviously, Binance being the biggest dog in the is that dog in the pond? No, fish in the pond. <laughs> <laughs> dog, fish on the block. No, yeah. um, uh, is is uh, making waves with every everyone here and, and making everything uh, just, you know, people are, are noticing the centralized exchange. And, and I'm glad that Binance does have binance.org so that you can trade things, you know, in a DEX, but um, they're really kind of, I don't know if they're pissing people off so much as they're just doing things that are upsetting the finance, the traditional finance market. And I can see why they might have done this they're like, oh, this could get really messy really fast. So I'm kind of glad they stopped and are letting people
2: move.
0: Yeah. All right, next news. Here we go. uh, Written by Robert Stevens. Once again, Robert Stevens doing a good job this weekend. Qcoin latest crypto exchange to boot Chinese mainlanders. All right, continuing on with Chinese ban. Qcoin is the latest cryptocurrency exchange to shut down accounts of mainland Chinese residents after the People's Bank of China issued another blanket ban on crypto trading last Friday. According to announcement today, the uh, Seychelles-based exchange first cleared and refunded users in mainland China in September September 2017, following China's first ban on crypto exchanges. Qcoin said it had finished removing Chinese users by early October 2017. Last Friday, just after the People's Bank of China said that cryptocurrency speculation breeds illegal activities that, quote, seriously endanger the safety of the people's property. And banned all crypto trading. KuCoin immediately conducted a technical self-inspection to ensure that the company's business process comply with the regulatory requirements of mainland China. Lo and behold, KuCoin found found some Chinese stragglers on its platforms. It strongly recommends relevant users move their assets off the platform by December 31st, and it will continue to remind them to do so up until this date. Qcoin said it has 8 million users. They traded $1.7 billion worth of crypto in the past 24 hours according to data from CoinMarketCap. Qcoin is the latest Chinese crypto service to boot users from its platforms. Last Sunday, it will be announced that Chinese mainlanders couldn't sign up for new accounts and existing Chinese customers would lose access to their accounts by December 31st. Earlier this week, Gate.io stopped accepting new mainland Chinese customers several top mining pools including ethereum mining pool spark pool and chinese-based uh b pool shut down following china's announcement citing the new regulation alibaba said it would stop selling crypto mining equipment and coin aggregator site coin gecko and coin have been blocked by china's firewall what not coin gecko they the chinese can't collect their candies now
2: <laughs> <laughs> the exactly. same
0: that is huh that's that's yeah ah uh, i i comments come on comments and concerns this is this is
1: a pretty big
2: one um so i, I always thought hotbit was based out of china are they not it's,
1: uh no, they're they're um where is it it's not hong kong i thought they were hong kong too but i think um i think they're south, south korea china, actually right? no, no it is i'm just i know no, it's, it's taiwan they're in taiwan Okay. And now China does it's think of Taiwan China. as belonging to it, but Taiwan okay. does not feel the same way. So, currently. Huh. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. This is uh, I don't know. What, what what's your guys' prediction on this? On this Chinese ban?
2: It is great for the rest of the world.
0: Really? Why do you yep. think that?
2: In, in regards well, to what? In regards years, to.
0: In regards to market cap. For a few or?
2: years, the downside of crypto has always been china dominates the market yes you know you, you you could plug in and play but the biggest dog there is china so now there's like room for competition I've Seen a lot of american businesses explode mining companies you know the whole bitmain uh shutting their doors that was a big one for me that got me really excited because now
1: maybe there's going to be an american bitmain mm. american version of that mm. yeah we'll see Bitmain was really doing a lot of. I mean, all my, uh, my ASIC miners well, were Bitmain. So. Well,
0: Bitmain, Bit, Bitmain, <laughs> Bitmain has been going through its own internal issues with uh, the CEO. Uh, I don't know what in the past couple of years there's been a lot of internal um, uh, litigation uh, in, in in at the top of, of the company itself where. Uh, I forgot the name, the guy's name, but it was like the, the, the financial director of, of Bitmain and then the, the guy that had the contract to uh, to create the, the hardware for these miners. And, and among those two, there was one of them that said that they had more shares in the company than the other. But then uh, one of them got banned and the other took over and there was a lot of internal issues. But even though the other guy, the, the financial guy took over, the guy that was making the hardware... Um, says, well, if you're if you're leading and I'm not, and I'm not, then I'm not just gonna I'm not gonna just give up my my contract with with hardware providers to to create these uh, these miners. So there was a there was a, a stagnation there uh, in creating hardware for a while, um, and that's what that's what that's what gave the opportunity for a lot of other m- uh, mining companies to to produce higher quality uh, mining equipment. Um, yeah. But know,
1: InnoSil- Silicon was one of those companies, and they they've obviously been doing really well
0: yeah yeah but but since then it hasn't really recovered it's just Bitmain's, just uh, yeah they're they're still dominating but eh, it's not like it was before where there was no there was nothing that anyone can do they were just number one the whole way through but as time goes on it seems like it's not getting any better they're just going to continue to have their own internal litigation especially now with the with this chinese ban it wouldn't wouldn't surprise me if they have to liquidate and and rebrand in another uh nation
1: Vietnam, that's where, where they're all going. That's yeah. what happened when China started shutting or kicking people out of the country. All the people who went there to live and to work in Tianjin um, um, was, uh, they all went, or not all, but a, <clears> a lot, <throat> lot of companies are like, well, if China's going to be like this, we're just going to go to another country and set up shop there. And Vietnam was the primary choice.
0: So. Why, why not in, like, uh, Thailand? Thailand's pretty advanced.
1: It's not about advance. it's about where you can exploit the workers.
0: Hmm. that's I I didn't think about that. That's interesting.
1: <laughs> I know it sounds terrible, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Why did we all go to China in the first place? I mean, yeah. Remember I mean, I mean you younger people, but I mean back in the eighties everybody's you know, it was the one thing that all the best stuff's made in Japan, right? Mhm. Well, I realized it was cheaper to do it in China, so in the nineties everything started moving to China. Because it was cheaper there. And then over time you know, China got built up, and people in China actually started making pretty decent money. And you know, China is a pretty wealthy country now. Um, that a lot of people were investing, in. and now because all that labor went to China for a very, very long time, they made a lot of money. Well, their people are demanding more services, and now you know, living better in general. Now it's not yeah. true everywhere in China. It's yeah. Not even true everywhere in the United States. But um, Vietnam is still a poor country. And so where do you exploit the workers? The poor countries.
0: Interesting. That's, that's, that's an, yeah, that's
1: true though. Eventually we will exploit enough of the workers for the next 30 or 40 years that Vietnam will be a wealthy country.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. I feel like this is just a plug. Uh, Mike, what do you think this, uh, the next news article?
1: All kinds?
2: Yeah. Uh, so much so that it's not even written by a person it's written by decrypt staff. <laughs> yeah. all right then we'll yeah. sk-
0: we'll skip that one then let's go to I like Gary Bannerchuk I, I want to hear what uh what's going on there if you don't mind reading that one
2: sure uh, <clears throat> uh Gary v hands down or <laughs> Gary v hand drawn V. friends doodles sell for one point two six million dollars and these are like really bad drawings. It's <laughs> <Yeah. Like, laughs> really great if it's like cartoon time, like you're in the first grade and you want to draw a fun elephant. Yeah. But 1.262 million. It's things like this where it's like, oh, there's definitely like
0: Bro, really like like kind how, of
2: money how, movement going. Yeah,
0: how how long yeah. do you think you know, how I mean, How long do you think it took him to to draw that out? A couple seconds, right?
2: Dude 30 top. 30 seconds. If he's talking about the elephant while he's drawing it, wow. jeez.
0: 1.26 million dollars for 30 seconds. Jeez Louise. All right, go ahead.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> so Gary Vee's digital scans of V Friend's hands-drawn doodles have generated more than 90 million dollars in sales to date. But yesterday, the workaholic investor, serial entrepreneur, and yard sale collector proved the pay- proved that paper drawings are still valuable in the digital age. He just sold five of them for 1.26 million, outselling Andy Warhol and Jackson Pollock at an auction in New York.
0: At Christie's auction. That's very important, Christie's auction. That's a very prestigious uh, auction house.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, Um, they include a hen, a fly, and a tiger. And obviously, an elephant. Uh, wow, it's just mind blowing.
0: Yeah, he did say this, man. He, he I was watching uh, one of his interviews uh, like two weeks ago, and he was saying, "Hey, man, uh, there he has something in the bag that uh, is going to surprise everybody." But uh, he's 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 considering going to Christie's auction house and bringing some NFTs. Uh, but he didn't tell anybody what it was. Now that we see what it is um gary i wish you could slap yourself but uh congr- <laughs> congratulations uh this is this is just stupid money i i don't understand it i really don't understand it this is the stuff in nft world that just blows my mind like what let me let, i don't get it let's let's have an infant just doodle on on, on a piece of paper and then sell that for auction I, it wouldn't surprise me if somebody does that have have it, have a celebrity infant just doodle on paper and then uh, mint it on NFT and see how much it sells for, like if one of the uh, Kardashians does that, right? One of the Kardashian kids. Yep. Yeah, that's my that's the prediction, man. This is crazy. I
1: mean, it's it's accessible if you think about it. People, I hate to put it this way: worship celebrities, um, and if you can get an you know, maybe not a one point two five million dollar you know piece of paper but if you can get something from a celebrity some people are willing to pay for it i mean it's sad but what was his what's uh jake uh, what's his name the youtube boxer guy
0: oh um uh forgot his name Um, uh paul jake paul jake paul yeah Um,
1: yeah so jake paul put out a small set of nfts uh on you know in the early early days of when that first big rush where everybody's just like oh NFTs, hey, buy, bye 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 but he put out a series i don't remember how many of them there were but whatever his series was he made five million dollars in a day big paul does he need the money eh, probably not but at it, the same time it's not really a question of need when it comes to money when people are you know very very v or other people like him you know uh, the multi-billionaires or just you know CEOs of whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not about need, it's never about need, It's about what can you get. And so in Jake Paul's case, he got plenty, you know, he got $5 million off his NFT sale. He's a famous person, people wanted to own a piece of this thing. And of course, the nice thing, as we probably well realized by now is that even though in these NFTs may be ridiculously overpriced, they can still be resold for more it really depends Maybe. on the market. Maybe. Right, they could be. It depends on the market, right? If the market doesn't support it, well, it'll go less. You paid that much money for that thing? Fine. But, you know, it, it's, it's a new thing people are really getting into. And it's unlike it was with with um, previous auctions in the past, as there were. I mean, even though these, com- these auction companies like Christie's have been online for a while, um, it wasn't really available to everyone, right? Mm-hmm. Unless you got money, which, of course, most people don't have millions of dollars just sitting around. But, um, how, how do you buy, you know, not necessarily priceless art, but pieces of art? How does a person just go to Sotheby's and buy a piece of art? Uh, you got to be in the in crowd, right? This, this opens up the in crowd to the world. And I think that's the reason we're seeing these ridiculous prices uh, go for these things because it's like, oh, well, I can participate now, whoever I am, you know.
0: That's a great transition into uh, buy my book. It is uh, just NFTs.io. That is a Ravencoin uh, uh, NFT. So you got to have a Ravencoin uh, asset aware wallet address. You're going to have my book. It is uh, digitally formatted to read directly from the NFT. That is awesome. So you get to have my book for literally a dollar, or it fluctuates between like a dollar, like 90 cents to a dollar and 10 cents, roughly around there. But that means that you can sell it for even more. So there it is. Check it out. $1
1: money on his book. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we're getting (laughs) close to the end of the end of the podcast here, because we got another show coming up. Yeah, we invite everybody who's listening to this show to go to that show, which is crypto chill and chat. So please come and join us. There's a vetting process. If you're new to the show, you may have to go through that process first. But we'd love to have you if you'd like to come and join us. Um, And as I mentioned earlier in the show, remember, we appreciate if you appreciate our content, please like and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, Check us out on discord per our chill and chat which is wherever we're hosting it on reddit and if you support our platform please donate links in the description below
0: all right then with that said kryptonauts until next time stack sats and huddle adios